The following presentation was recorded at the Newbury Buddhist Monastery, Victoria, Australia. Please visit our website at nbm.org.au. So, yeah, it's been pretty quiet up at the um, monastery again. And I was talking to Sui Chut. He asked me how was the monastery. And I say it's been extremely quiet la, due to um, the um, restriction and the lockdown la, um, due to COVID-19. Because it's any monastery, yeah, for, um, for a practitioner, we need to develop um, samadhi, calmness and stillness of mind. Uh, usually the best environment is in a quiet environment. So um, normally, if you ever get a chance to go to a monastery and stay, then you notice you see uh, after lunch it is pretty quiet. Most of the monastic and lay guests will go back to the room and just have a quiet time to practice. Because the monastery is completely opposite from the world. The world is always busy and there's a lot of responsibility and um yeah and things that you had to plan and the work had to um discuss with um family and this and at work you have discussed with uh work college then sometimes when you go back home then you have a lot of duties like taking care of the kids um cooking for lunch or dinner and um things like cleaning and chores at home um yeah but in the monastery we try and keep things as minimum as possible and during the Wasa, the three months rain retreat, um, rainy season Wasa, the monastic and the late guests are staying will try and keep work to a bare minimum as possible. Because um, the more we work, the more we hang around together, the more we get in the discussion, then the more busier things are. And if we uh, work too much and we talk too much, then we tend to have a very busy mind. So during the wasa, we used to try and cut everything down to the minimum as possible. Yeah. But sometimes when um, guests come and stay, they ask if they can stay um, during the um, during the wasa time. And um, normally, we don't really now allow new people to come in and stay here. Um, that's before COVID started last year and this year. And we say that if they like to stay in the monastery, they have to come during the um, outside the wasa period. And the reason why that's, that's the reason is sometimes we have new people coming in uh, during the wasa season um, uh, period. Uh, they might find that it's too quiet uh, and they cannot handle the peace and quiet. Uh, then they start looking for things to do or walk around the monastery looking for people to talk to. Uh, <laughs> and most guests that come during the wasa time just want to have a quiet time. And just to um, practice more meditation and just to um, cut down chit chat. Uh, in um in the retreat center in Perth, Bodhiana Monastery during the Wasa, you see people they, they have the rights to keep the noble silence. And also we do conduct nine day retreats at the retreat center in um in Perth, Janagro Retreat Center. And on the nine day retreats, uh, everyone is required to keep noble silence where there's no chatting to one another uh, except for question and answer time. And during those time, uh, if you ever get the opportunity to conduct, to join a retreat, la, you notice you have 60 people there or six, up to 66 people at a nine day retreat. And nobody, you notice everyone just walk around silently, uh, practicing, uh, doing any chores as required. Um, the chores are usually shared out and they have 
lunch, they have breakfast and lunch in in silence. So it's like it's like almost like looking at people walking slowly, quietly around around the retreat center. So uh, maintaining that quietness is very important. Yep, yeah. especially during the Wasa time. Yeah. So yeah, it does take some time to develop calmness and stillness of mind. And yeah, so I do remember when I was a lay person, uh, I was conditioned to think a lot, to plan, and to um yeah to basically to get ahead in life. Uh, you have to be smart. You have to study hard. You have to work hard, and you have to plan. Do a lot of planning. So um yeah. So when I was working up in the mines, I used to. Work as a supervisor, so yeah, I require a lot of thinking, yeah, a lot of planning, and a lot of management skill. So um, after that, um, after work, I go back, back to my, um, yeah, little, little dong or little accommodation, and um, a little place I I rented with my dad, and it was hard not to um, stop the mind from wandering because um. When we think so much, we plan so much, uh, um, it's hard to keep the mind still, especially if we haven't been trained before. Uh, so got got to a point where my mind was so scattered. Uh, I guess I was quite young at that time, in my early 20s, so I was a bit restless. So uh, so I got into meditation uh, because I heard that it does, it does have a calming effect, but I got interested because they say meditation was good for your health, and when you have a calm mind, then your body relax. So I, that's the main reason I got into meditation, because I heard of the health benefit. But when I first started my meditation, I realized when the mind is very calm and peaceful, it was, it tends to have a taste of freedom, freedom from thinking, from worrying too much, from too much speculation thoughts. And when things calm down, when things become peaceful, you get you get a taste of freedom, freedom from the endless thoughts, the endless worry, because um, it is quite difficult uh, to um to calm the mind down uh, if we haven't been trained before. So like, so meditation is learn to let things go, to let things be, uh, and to distance our mind from our thoughts and from our attachment, uh, because it is hard. Start so learning to um, write with your left hand. You've been writing with your right hand all the time. You start to write with your left hand. It can be quite difficult. The so same with um, training the mind to be silent. In the beginning, it's tough. It's hard. The mind will want to uh, move from thoughts to thoughts. They call the monkey mind. It goes to, goes to the past, to the future. And it's just almost like our control. So when I was young, uh, my mind was so restless. Uh, I felt like I was going crazy, uh, and it did have affected my health. Uh, so I did suffer a bit of anxiety uh, and depression. Uh, and when I started learning meditation, uh, then I let go of my anxiety. Then later, my depression went away. And when that happened, uh, I find that my health improved a lot. I didn't get too much headache. It felt like someone. Have lifted some pressure off my head, and 
when when that happened, I felt like someone is squeezing your head, lah, and suddenly no one is squeezing your head anymore. It's just gone. And it felt very peaceful. It felt like you're free. This tension in your head, in your heart, that you're carrying is gone. I was going, wow, this is really interesting. So I did enjoy the period of time by myself doing meditation at night. Yeah, before I go to sleep. Yeah, so I got so interested in meditation. That's why I went to the monastery to stay in the practice and try to deepen my meditation. Yeah, so that's about how long is it? How long ago? 20 years ago. <laughs> time to flies. Yeah, so after becoming a monastic, um, learn, learn to let go more. That's one thing I learned being a monastic. To let, let go more, let go of my attachment, let go of more defilements. Because like, um, join the monastery, yeah, it's like being um, caged up again. It felt like going up to the mines again, caged up again. But luckily, I, I've been practicing for meditation for 11 years. So it wasn't too bad. Yeah, so it was a bit tough uh, the first two years. Uh, but after two years, and then, then to just learn to let things go. Uh, and just let things be. Because if there's nothing we can do, we just let it go. Yeah, okay, so um, yeah, I think enough to chat. Uh, okay, so we'll, we'll start this garden meditation. Okay, so please sit comfortably. As usual, when you start, you always bring awareness back to the body. So we take three deep breaths, breathing. And breathe out. Breathe in. Breathe out. Breathe in. And breathe out and relax. Relax the body. Relax the mind. And just breathe naturally. In order to calm everything down. We always ground awareness with the body first. We with awareness in front of our face. We start with relaxing our face, relaxing our cheek, relaxing our head. Then we bring awareness to our upper body. We relax our upper body. Now we gently bring awareness to our arms. Relax our right arm. Then we relax our left arm. Now we bring awareness 
to our hands. Relax our hands, relax our fingers. Now, we bring awareness to our chest. Relax our chest. Now we bring awareness to our back. Make sure it's nice and straight, not too rigid. Then relax our back. Relax. Relax our back. Now we bring awareness to our tummy. Make sure it's not too tight or close. It's not too tight on the tummy. And relax our tummy. Relax. Now we bring awareness to our lower back. They're sitting on the cushion. Relax, relax our lower back. And now we bring awareness to our leg. Make sure we're sitting comfortably, nice and relaxed, not too tight. Relax our right legs. Relax. Relax. And bring awareness to our left leg. Relax. Relax our left leg. Make it at ease. Not to be unloosened. Relax. It's very important we don't sit through pain with both our legs you find you cross leg sit cross legged and there's too much pain it's okay to sit on a chair your leg nice and straight or down on the floor and just relax both your leg relax relax make it loose Now, finally, we bring our awareness down to our feet, of our feet, and relax and loosen our feet, our sole, and our toe. Relax our feet. Now, we put the mindfulness grounded within our body. We relax this whole body. Make it calm and at ease. Relax this body. Let it go. 
the more he let go of his body, the more calm and the more peaceful the meditation will become. Now we gently bring our awareness back to our face with awareness in our face we are aware of breathing in and out calmly and peacefully As we are breathing in and out, calmly and peacefully, we slowly let our thoughts become calm and peaceful. We are wine from the day's busyness. We allow our thoughts to settle. We bring awareness back to the body into the breath and allow everything to settle. With the calmness of the breath, we distance our burden from the world, from the busyness, from the chaotic of the world. We let it go. It's none of our business. It's not mine. It's not my problem. It's not my issue. We let it go. We distance our awareness from the world and come inwards to the body, to the breath, to the mind, to the calm, to the stillness of the moment, with the breath, breathing in and out, gently, calm, peace, and letting go.
preoccupying your mind is wandering all over the place. It's okay. It's the nature of the mind to wander. Okay. Just gently bring your awareness back to the body and just relax. Relax the body. Relax. Loosen any part of the body that's been tense and tight. As you relax your body and the tension will go slowly and bring awareness back to the breath. It does take time for the mind to calm and become settled. So gently bring the awareness back to the body and the breath. And use the breath to calm and to settle everything. Settle the mind and settle the body. We use the breath to relax and to let go of things. Relax and let go.
as everything becomes more quiet. Stay with the breath. When you stay with the breath, you find comfort with the breath. Then allow things to relax and calm down more. And if you find your mind, your thoughts, you still don't dream, it's okay. Meditation is not about stopping our thoughts. It's learning to let things go and allow everything to settle, to calm, calm things down and settle things. We stay with the breath and allow our breath to calm our thoughts and to relax the body. Calm and relax. Make peace with the breath at the moment and allow everything to set.
we will finish the meditation pretty soon so please enjoy the next few minutes Meditation is not about stopping our thoughts. It's about calming everything down into our thoughts are just like an echo in the background. Oh, now ring the, the bell three times. So gently, slowly, come out of meditation and to sit quietly.
Okay, so let's come out slowly and quietly. Yeah, so it's good just to have a calm, quiet moment for an hour. Because when we calm things down, when we slow things down, we can get some peace happening and some peace and happiness. But it's so busy, life, if things are happening in the world, it's always good to come back in, to go inside, and to find some peace and happiness and freedom. We are so busy, we take so much responsibility, so it's always great to have a break once in a while. For the monastic, it's quite interesting. I mean, when I first became a monastic, I didn't expect to be doing much teaching. But as I become more and more senior, I realized I had to do more teaching. But it's okay. I don't mind teaching. It's quite interesting because um, for the monastic, we teach at the retreat center in Perth. And we just did have our grand final. AFL footy, Australian footy grand final on Saturday and I heard the ticket was sold out within nine minutes and before COVID we have our ninety retreat in Janago Retreat Centre in Perth and when the booking is taken online that's basically gone within a minute or less so 60 rooms are taken in less than about a minute or less all around the world so that's very high demand too <laughs> yeah so we have people coming all over the world just to um, attend a nine-day retreat in silence practicing slowing down having a break from the world and having a taste of peace and freedom yeah, it's quite interesting being a monk. Sometimes I go to overseas, Malaysia. I went twice there to, to, to teach Dharma meditation. It's quite interesting. I always find the best practitioner are those that are sick or dying. And I always wonder why is that, that's the case. Because they realize when they are getting old, or quite sickly, they've been to a lot of doctors and the doctors say there's no result, there's no way out, you, you're not going to make it. So when they heard meditation is a benefit, then they come and attend a, a meditation retreat for a few days, just a weekend. One time there's one lady that attended the retreat and I found out later on she's got the best meditation. She managed she was suffering from cancer twice and she managed to calm the mind and allow the body to disappear. And I did ask her, how was the meditation experience? And she, she told us when her mind became calm and peaceful, her body disappeared. And she saw this really radiant light coming within her mind. And I realized, oh, okay, she had basically dropped her, dropped her body and the mind become very calm and very peaceful. 
you see the radiant mind will surely come, will appear. So it's just a re reflection of the mind. So in Buddhism, when our five senses and our mind become calm and peaceful, and what you see is just the mind, the radiant, bright, beautiful mind. Most people in the world, the time when they pass away, not all, but most people will see that. See this, they see this bright, radiant, beautiful mind, light coming out. So they say it's like a bright light at the end of the tunnel. So it is quite normal. You can Google it on YouTube. You can read near-death experience. In some cases, they describe this bright, radiant light, beautiful and bright. So that's for uh, yogis or meditators. If you calm every time, you calm, calm everything down, you allow this body to disappear. In some, some cases, when everything is calm and peaceful, you see this bright radiant mind will appear. Yeah. So this has been happening for many, 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 many millions of years. So it's a natural process of the mind. When the body shut down, the mind becomes still. All you see is a radiant, beautiful mind, light. And sometimes it depends on the person's heart. So if you've been a good person, a person with a pure heart, haven't done anything that's too um, bad or naughty, naughty yeah? then sometimes when you do pass away, yeah? you see this bright, beautiful, radiant mind. Yeah. And if you have good karma, and you have a pure mind, then you see this bright, radiant light here, yeah? and you sit down in peace and stillness in meditation. I always notice that meeting so many practitioners, people have pure heart and pure mind, have the best meditation. They live a life by Davis in on earth. Yeah. So all that is all possible. So that's one thing I noticed being a monk now for twin for um, 12 years, uh, I noticed there's a lot of good people. Uh, and this practice to work. A lot of people do get benefit and happiness and peace out of this practice. Okay, so enough of the chit chat. Uh, okay, so thanks for joining this um, guided meditation, Monday night evening guided meditation. And uh, please have a good night, good morning. Good afternoon or good evening, no matter where you are. Please keep safe. Okay, thank you.